Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my free spirits. How are you? Hope you're having a magical week. It is Friday here in New Zealand and I have changed my podcast recording day to bring a higher vibe to the podcast. So I hope you're all feeling it today because I am definitely feeling it. I just got to tell you that this is being recorded. Uh, what is the date today? The 12th of November and it feels like summer has arrived in New Zealand clear blue skies and I got some sun on my skin while I was journaling at the beach yesterday. (sighs) I love this time of year. I am one of those crazy Christmas people who get right into it. Christmas tree is up on the 1st of December. I am excited the whole entire month. It is all I'm talking about. Christmas music. It is coming. (laughs) Can you tell? I'm very excited. Christmas shopping is already scheduled, has already commenced, already bought for some people. That's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. (laughs) And for those of you who like to hear about the cats, my cats are delicious. They're incredible. Come and hang out on Instagram. I do share a lot of really good coaching nuggets on Instagram, but also a lot of cat photos. So you've got to be in for the cat photos too. (laughs) If you're in for that, I am Zena with an X, Zena.Jones.Coach. Come hang out on Instagram. Let's be friends. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. We are talking about what you make it mean. So what do you make it mean when he doesn't text you back? When she looks at you up and down? When they say no? When it doesn't go the way you wanted it to go? What are you making it mean? So I have a few clients right now who are in the process of dating. So they are wanting to find someone to share their life with. Now, one of these clients is really working on practicing getting outside of her comfort zone and increasing her ability and her willingness to date. Because for her, much like myself, this is a very uncomfortable thing to do. And I can very much relate to this. So she is, you know, really stretching herself and getting outside of her comfort zone. And it's one of those things where the more you do it, the more you show up with intention, with, you know, deliberately to do something that is challenging for you and you know it's outside of your comfort zone, the more you do that, the easier it becomes, right? So recently, recently she had connected with someone on a dating app who she thought was quite nice. And she was pretty keen to meet him in person for a drink. And then all of a sudden he ghosted her. Okay, so he just went blank, didn't message her back. And she made this mean that he didn't like her. And she couldn't understand why he didn't just tell her that he wasn't interested. Now, so many of us do this, right? We assign meaning to something And we make it mean something negative, something bad about us. So for example, when I walk into a room and someone looks me up and down, I generally make it mean that they are rude. That's where my brain goes. 
Or if a friend, you know, opens up a text message and I can see that they've read it, but they haven't texted it back, I usually make that mean that they're either busy or they forgot. But I know plenty of people who make it mean that they don't care or they took offense to what I said, right? I recently had an instance, it was just a couple of days ago, where I was the host of a Toastmasters meeting. So Toastmasters is where we all gather together once a week to practice our public speaking skills. And there are various roles in the meeting, all of which require you to speak in public. So whether or not you're actually giving a speech, there are multiple roles that, again, require speaking in front of an audience, in front of a group. And I was in charge of the meeting. So it was my turn to run the meeting. And what that meant is I had to get up multiple times throughout the meeting, like maybe 12 to 15 times to introduce various people and kind of keep things on track and and make a little bit of commentary in between different portions of the meeting. Now, what happened was, first of all, somebody was sick at the very last minute. I had to make some changes and... You know, I was starting to get a little bit flustered, but we kind of got that under control. I felt like I hadn't done as much preparation as the last time I'd done this. I've done it once before. And I felt like a little bit anxious ahead of the meeting, right, as we were kind of preparing to go. Then we got underway and our very first speaker had a slot of up to 12 minutes. And he went well over. I'm talking like five minutes over. Now, this meeting is before work hours, so we do keep to quite a tight schedule so that everybody can leave with enough time to get themselves to work, right? So this really put us out and he was our first speaker. So we had another speaker and then we had, you know, other people who would get up and and do various roles throughout the meeting. And this put us like well over time. And that meant that when I got up to do my speaking bits in between and introduce the various people and talk about the different things we were doing, I had to really cut down the content. So I had a theme for the meeting and I had lots of things I'd prepared to talk about to keep it upbeat and fun, but instead I had to really cut that out and make it short and sweet. And I was like having a lot of thoughts about that. (laughs) And basically what happened is I made it mean that I hadn't done a very good job. So the facts here really are that one speaker went well over time and I tried to kind of pull back some of that time, claw back some of that time. And that was, you know, I was able to do a little bit of that. But one speaker went well over time. And then we actually received some feedback at the end of the meeting from what we call a general evaluator who evaluates people who haven't been evaluated as such so he gave me a little bit of feedback on the meeting but what he did he didn't give me specifically feedback he asked a couple of open-ended questions directed at everybody for when they do run a Toastmasters meeting and one of the things he said is to be mindful of the um, is to think about the energy created in the meeting when you run it now I took this in a negative way. I made this mean that my energy in the meeting hadn't been that great, hadn't been that high vibe. When the previous one I'd run, I had been commended for the energy I had brought. Now, he didn't say I didn't bring good energy. In fact, what he likely meant was that I did, because I naturally bring quite a, a lot of good energy and positivity to things, 
what I probably did was brought that and he wanted everyone else to see it so as to be mindful of it when they run a meeting to try and do that as well. That's probably what he meant. But at the time, I took it to mean I did a shitty job, (laughs) right? So we had this meeting and we finished and I was feeling like I hadn't done a very good job. And then, of course, I was feeling pretty shitty, right? So let's explore why what we make it mean is so important, right? What we make something mean determines how we feel. So if you remember that what we think determines how we feel, right? Our thoughts create our feelings. So what we make something mean is a thought, right? When I'm having the thought, I haven't done a very good job, that determines how I feel, right? So the reason that my client was experiencing the feeling of rejection was because she had made it mean that he no, his no longer messaging her, right, his ghosting her, she'd made that mean that he didn't like her. She was therefore feeling rejected. And in the case of my Toastmasters example here, I was feeling a mixture of disappointment and judgment because I had made the comments and, you know, the the going over time, I had made it mean that I hadn't done a very good job, right? So here is one thing that I really want to show you today. What we make it mean is optional. And that means that we can make it mean other things, right? We have other options to choose from, right? And we also don't know if it's true. So why choose to hurt yourself with something that may not be true, right? And I'm going to show you this. I'm going to demonstrate this a little bit later on. But if you do get factual information that makes something true, you still get to determine the meaning you give to that. Okay. So basically, when we're feeling crap and beating ourselves up, it's optional. So let's break this down. Okay. In the instance of my client who got ghosted, she made it mean he didn't like her, which, yeah, that's one possibility. Of course right? But what else could be true here? It could also be true that he met someone else or that he had an emergency and then dating just became the back of his priority list. Maybe he lost his phone. It's possible, right? Maybe he deleted the dating app because he was so terrified of actually meeting someone in person because he was so new to this and it was so far outside of his comfort zone. Now, That last one has been me, right? I have been that person on more than one occasion. So over the years in my my period of being like 10 years single, at some point in time, I would occasionally download the dating apps and then I would match with someone and one of two things would happen. When I matched with someone, I would either delete my dating app and throw my phone across the room very dramatically (laughs) or... If I was feeling very brave and courageous, I would start a conversation. And once the conversation started and that person got to the point of saying, okay, well, let's meet or let's hang out or let's go for coffee or let's go for a drink. Then I would delete the app and throw my phone across the room because it was so far outside of my comfort zone. I was terrified. I couldn't do it. Right. And it meant nothing about them. 
If anything, I actually probably really liked the person, I just couldn't follow through. So I just want to show you that we never know what someone else is thinking. So in my Toastmasters example, what else could I make that mean? I could have made it mean I handled the changes well. I did my best. I learned a lot. I actually did something that was challenging and outside of my comfort zone. And you know what? It was a typical meeting. Most of the time they run over. And it's true. Nothing actually went really that wrong. Right? And notice how when I choose to make it mean one of those, it feels a lot better. Right? It feels so much better than thinking I didn't do a very good job. And all of those options are equally as possible and available to my brain. So we can take anything, right? Any look someone gives us, any text message, any comment, and we can make it mean a variety of things. So here is one suggestion I have for you. Find a minimum of three meanings that you can assign. Minimum of three. So when he doesn't text you back, come up with three different things that that could mean. He's busy today, right? He read it and he just forgot to reply. Maybe he's planning to reply later. Or when you get looked up and down, when you enter into a room and you know that someone like looks you up and down. <laughs> yeah, maybe it means they're rude. Right? That's possible. Maybe it means that they really like your outfit. And perhaps it means that they are just insecure. Maybe. Right? I want to encourage you to make a game out of this. What else might this mean? And remember the meaning you assign to it. It's going to determine how you feel. I got this great analogy from a coach friend the other day, and I wanted to share it with you all. So she said to me, imagine you were an Amazon seller and you had sold 10,000 products and you had 500 five-star reviews. Would you make that mean that you only had 500 happy customers? Probably not, right? You probably have thousands of happy customers. My guess is you're probably a lot like me and you don't take the time to leave a review even when something you buy is amazing, even when you love it, even when you tell all your friends about it, right? Just because you didn't leave a review didn't mean doesn't mean that it's not amazing. You see me? You see what I'm coming up with? <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? So I want you to start noticing what you make things mean throughout your day. And make a game out of coming up with three or more things that it could also mean. Right? And here's what's going to happen if you do this. You will start to see that how you are feeling is optional and other options are available. Many of which will actually feel a lot better. So the last thing that I want to speak to is the argument of, yeah, but what if it's true? Okay, so what if something is true? What if it's true that he ghosted you because he doesn't like you? Okay, let's say that's true. 
you, my friend, still get to determine what you make it mean. So when he ghosts you because he doesn't like you, do you make it mean that you are ugly or unlikable or never going to find love? Or do you make it mean that he simply was not your person? He wasn't the one. This saves you some time, right? Perhaps you make it mean you saw some qualities in him that you actually like and maybe you want to add them to your vision board, right? There are things that you want to look for in someone else. Either way, you still get to decide. So why not make it mean something that serves you and lifts you up? All right, my friend, that is it for this episode. Have a beautiful, amazing week. Huge love to you. Take care out there. I'll see you soon. Hey, if you are loving everything you are hearing here on the podcast and you are ready to create a bigger life, a life with more love, joy, and freedom, then I want to personally invite you to join me on a Zoom call where we can explore what it will look like to have me in your corner, helping you apply the coaching tools that you are learning here on the podcast to your life. Come on over to xenajones.com, that's X-E-N-A-J-O-N-E-S.com, and book your free today.